Hi, welcome to Exploring Illusion of Free Will. My name is George Ortega. I'm here with my co-host, Anel. Anel, good to see you again. You were on for a few weeks. <laughs> Glad to have you back. Okay, this is show number 107 and going strong. We're, um, the title of this show is We Could Not Have Chosen Otherwise. We Do Not Have a Free Will. Okay, and we'll, we'll get into that uh, in a little while, but first... As we always do, because there's so much confusion about our general topic among the public, we're going to first explain what we mean by the term free will, what, what philosophers and scientists generally mean, and then why this topic is so quintessentially, absolutely important, not just to our personal lives, but to the entire world, universe. Okay, so, um, and now, why don't you start us off. When we say we have free will, what do, what, what do, you, what do we mean? Uh, free will is the ability to make decisions 100% independent of your genetics and conditioning. Right. That's another, my definition. Another way to say that, and we're going to say this in several different ways so you understand very well what we mean. Another way of describing free will is like we would have a free will if we were able to choose our thoughts, feelings, and actions completely independent of things we can't control, like our genes and our environment like um, like our unconscious. How we were raised. <clears throat> right. Conditioning. Yeah. Right. There's a third definition of free will we want to get into. It, it deals with responsibility. Why don't you explain that? Well, I still think human beings are pragmatically responsible, which means jail and punishments and rewards, but fundamentally they're not responsible, meaning at the end of your life, no one's going to judge your life and put you in heaven or hell for the rest of eternity. Right. In other words, like... And I do believe in responsibility, but blameless responsibility. Right. So in other words, like, we're not saying, we're not saying to the world, listen, we don't, nobody has a free will, we're free to do whatever we want, you know, because that, you know, that wouldn't work for anyone. What we're saying is like, we don't have free will, so we don't essentially have fundamental responsibility. We're not fundamentally responsible for what we can't help but do. Right. But we have to kind of like uphold rules and we have to treat each other well and, you know, we have to kind of like assume responsibility, you know, and hold others pragmatically, Mm -hmm. you know, blamelessly responsible. Okay. Um... All right, so that I think you know that covers basically what people There'll mean. There'll be a responsibility with or without free will. We want to get rid of the stigma of hate, and you know, if someone does something wrong, you can't really hate them, but you can fear them. So they have to be removed without the stigma of hate. Exactly. So if they're in jail, you don't hate them. You can feel that maybe sorry for them, but that and un- he- fate was unfortunate for them, but they didn't do it of their own free will. So. Right, even for ourselves, when we do stuff wrong, because like if we had a free will, is another way of understanding this. If we had a free will, we would never do anything wrong. We would choose to always be good. We'd be angels, but invariably we do stuff wrong. So if we believe we have free will, we believe we're fundamentally responsible. A lot of times we punish ourselves, weeks, months, years, decades after whatever has been done. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's also it this also could be helps. a topic for another show. But a life, a planet without free will is a much better planet to live on oh yeah it's more intelligent more compassionate God and you don't hate yourselves or others like we were just saying so absolutely all right now so let's go right into this why is this show so monumentally important to, to the history of the world and, and the future we're, we're going into well a belief in free will touches everything we do from school to criminals to morality to how we feel about ourselves how we resent people jealousy guilt i mean this topic encompasses everything. 
Absolutely. Everything. Oh, yeah. You have kids. Your kid does something wrong. You attribute free will to them. You get really angry with them. You don't just punish them and, like, dock them or something like that. You get viscerally, emotionally angry. You, you, you know, you become abusive just because of this illusion. And society assumes that we have free will, and it's a false premise. Right. And it's an unexamined false faith. I mean... Well, let's examine it. I mean, why is it just a given that we have free will? You, you read something to me once that the Supreme Court said it's a universally accepted it, idiom or axiomatic. That human, it's, 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 not, it's a universal uh, fairy tale. That's what a it good is. point. That's a good point. Remember you read something like that, Sam Harris's book? Uh, yes, in 1978, yeah. I yeah, think that, it was. That. <laughs> the Supreme Court decided that we have free will. Absolute nonsense. And, and that'll tell you that our whole criminal justice system is founded on a myth. It said something illusion. was like a universal truth or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, and it's a universal fairy tale is what it is. Right. It's kind of like the Supreme Court saying, you know, like, God took a clump of clay yeah, right. and molded Adam. Then he pulled a rib out of Adam to make the first woman Eve. Okay, that's how backward and wrong so it is. So to answer your question why it's important, everything's based on this assumption, like you just said, from the Supreme Court down. How you treat other people, like a boyfriend, a girlfriend, how, how you treat other people, why is it important? It's the biggest thing ever. It is. To get rid of this crazy thing that people have free will. That's how big it is. Right. And I, I want you to answer that. Why is this important? Because I get that a lot. Why, why is this the biggest thing yeah. ever? Because, again, our fundamental perspective on who we are, who, we other, who other people are, couldn't be more wrong. If we think that we and other people are in any way responsible, if, if we think that anything we do, say, think, feel is in any way up to us, you know, we, we're completely wrong. So, like, basically this show... Total nonsense and total insanity. Yeah, underst- understanding that we don't have a free will amounts to a new consciousness, a new, correct human consciousness. That's how big this is. Okay. I'm glad we, at the beginning of every show, we define free will and say why it's important. Oh, yeah. I'm glad we do that. We it's have to important. Because a lot of people, like, you know, you go on YouTube, a lot of people say, well, I have free will if I... Um... Right. They don't define it the right way we do. No. One most... guy told me he believes in free will because he believes in personal responsibility. Right. We're not saying there's no personal responsibility. Just pragmatically there is, but not in the end, you know, not going to all of eternity in heaven or hell. How could God or anybody judge a man's life if their will is not free? Exactly. So we do believe in personal, personal blameless responsibility. Right. And again, some, you know, some some people, (laughs) some people will say, I have free will because I can choose. It's not about choice. We make choices all the time. Technically, we don't even make choices, but, you know, metaphorically, colloquially, we make choices, but it's the fact that these choices aren't in any way up to us. We, they're compelled. Let's Let's say that slowly. The fact is, just because we, can I talk really, Absolutely. make choices does not mean you have free will. I don't want to hear that, again, nice and slow. Just because you make choices does not mean they are free will choices. Thank you. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sick and tired. And then there's the free will double talking. You know, sometimes I have free will and sometimes I don't. I mean, you've heard this crazy. Oh, yeah. When, I, when do I do something good, I deserve a medal or a raise. When something terrible happens, it's God or another person. People just take it whenever it's most convenient. They have a double-talk hypocrisy with free will. I don't know. It's a crazy relate. It's whenever it's convenient for you to have free will, you haven't. Whenever, Anyway, I don't want to. Right. Let's go into the topic. Yeah, and the topic is like, all right, a lot of philosophers, scientists, they understand how if everything has a cause, you know, free will is impossible. And the, the basic explanation for that is like, 
If all of our decisions have a cause, have causes, then the causes of our decisions have causes, and the causes of those causes have causes, and the causes of those causes have causes, and these causes are always going back moment by moment in time. You could basically say that the cause of anything that happens in the universe is the universe at the previous state, you know, the previous state of the universe. But anyway, people, a lot of scientists, philosophers, are unable to accept that, you know, like they, they can't see a world, they can't accept a world where everything is like a movie, so they try to come up with these formulations, these kind of arguments that, that seem to make sense, but when you examine them, they, they don't make sense at all. The, the one we're going to examine today is called the principle of alternative possibilities, otherwise known as like... I could have chosen otherwise. You know, if I could have chosen otherwise than I did, that means I have free will. Mm. Okay, that's the argument. So not believing in free will should get rid of the emotion of regret. Oh, God. That's a free will emotion. Yeah. And jealousy and other things. So if you could have done otherwise, just say no to free will. If you could have done (laughs) otherwise, why didn't you? (laughs) Yes. Let me talk to the camera. If you could have done otherwise... Why didn't you? Answer that. All right. Absolutely. Let the viewer think. If you could have done otherwise, why didn't you? You tell me why. Right. Well, w- why didn't they? And I'll tell you why you couldn't have done otherwise, because that's what we're getting to. Because exactly. in order for you to have done otherwise... The entire state of the universe at that time would have had to have been different. That's there for you one. go. Uh, sorry, that's I'll let one. You, I'll let you answer. The entire, as, as my no co-host and Al just said... For you to have done otherwise, the entire universe would have to have evolved differently than it did. You would have had to have been a completely different or fundamentally or at least in some way different person that That's you turned right. out to be. The world would have had to have also, been Also, many people have regret where they say, well, I should have or could have done that otherwise in the past. But you didn't have all the information back then that you have now. So you did the best you could at the time. All right. So with no free will, you get rid of re- regret, and you don't hate yourself because you could not have done otherwise. What you're alluding to here is the number one argument pro-free will is I could have done otherwise, right? Isn't that what you're I mean, That's, I just that's one of the big ones, yeah. So you're writing here that the num- one of the number one arguments for free will is that they could have chosen otherwise, right. and you're saying people couldn't have. Right. I mean, and as a matter of fact, this idea that we could have chosen otherwise is the free will illusion. In other words, they're basically saying, well, I've got a free will because I've got a free will. And that's not an argument. That's not a philosophical argument. That's not a scientific argument. Let's, and now let's go through this again because yeah. this is very important that they understand why no one could actually have done otherwise. Let's take it from the Big Bang. I don't understand how people don't get this. It's so simple. They get confused when they read philosophy with like quantum mechanics and subatomic particle physics. This is so easy to figure out with the cause and effect, and also you couldn't have done otherwise. It doesn't, folks, it doesn't get more simple than this. I hear you. Explain to our audience, start with the Big Bang event, because like anything that happened Well, I don't like to do that because I'm only concerned about the lifespan of a human. I know Uh, you like to go to one way back. Let me do this because this is important. I know, and I'll do just... All right. Consider the Big Bang is the first physical universal event about which we have any knowledge. Before the Big Bang, who knows what happened, but presumably something must have happened. But anyway, starting with the Big Bang, okay? 
Right. Then you have the second moment of, of existence, whether you want to call it a second, a millisecond, whatever it is. The second moment of his existence was completely dependent and was caused by that first Big Bang explosion because that's all there was. That's all there was in the universe. So you have the state of the universe of the Big Bang causing the next state of the universe, a, a next, the next moment And the later. next moment being completely dependent on the prior moment. Exactly. Keep going. So Keep then going. you have the second moment of the universe completely causing the third. Right. The third completely causing the fourth. Now here's something else to remember. We're talking about the entire universe, right? But we're also talking about everything that happens within the universe. In other words, so the only argument that someone could make is that human beings are outside the universe, which is crazy. Yes. So if human beings are in the universe, then every moment is dependent on the moment before. It's very simple. That's, that's all right. Yeah, and that's going to lead into another argument we have. So essentially, yeah, again. So the only way someone could win a free will argument is saying, I'm outside the universe. How, right. How's that possible? It's not possible. So if you're in the universe, it's one moment is dependent on the moment before. Stretching all the way back, like you said, to infinity before, back to the Big Bang and before. And going forward, everything's predetermined because every moment, right. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, all right. So that's the real world. Makes too much sense. It's too easy. It is easy. That's why people don't get it. It's, yeah. It's too simple. It is easy. You know, one moment leads to the next. That's what it's causality. And we're not talking about predictability. That's something different. Yes. It's not too many variables, but we're talking about the the deterministic nature of reality just because something's determined doesn't mean it's predictable. People confuse that. It's so easy. Exactly. All that. the variables are there. Too many to number. And, and, and even like, you know, you might have Heisenberg's uncertainty principle, oh, yeah, don't get me you know, at a quantum level. But even, even then, quantum uh, phenomenon is completely causal. You know, people who think that quantum particles move from one place to another in an un- uncaused manner don't understand quantum mechanics, period. All right. You just led into our next um, point. Some Ooh. people say, all right, well... In this universe, in, this, in the real world, we could not have done otherwise because of this causality that spans back to and originated in the Big Bang. Right. Now we're going to deal with the contention, well, how about it was a hypothetical? How about if it wasn't in this world? Okay, how about like... What no, you talking about, It's Willis? crazy. I know. It's completely crazy. <laughs> you ever see that show in the 80s? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What you talking about, George? <laughs> All right, I hear you. And here's the thing. All what right, are you talking about? Let's Different... let's let's give them the benefit of that. Let's. There's, I love there's no script. Let's say that there's this universe that exists outside of ours, or that we could exist outside of this real world universe. We're gonna consider a decision that's made otherwise in, in this hypothetical universe. Okay. All right. So, like, basically, we've chosen otherwise, not in the real world, but in hypothetical world. But we've made a choice. We've made a choice in this hypothetical universe, and this hypothetical universe has laws also. It's also causally, causally governed. It's not a hypothetical un- universe where things are completely random and indeterministic, okay, because that doesn't even make sense. So the, ar- the, the answer, the refutation to this argument you know, that we could have done otherwise in a different universe, is that our choice in a different universe would have a causal history going back to the Big Bang of that universe. Oh, God, you've gone nuts. <laughs> Sounding like Deepak Chopin, like talking about other universes. I just want to know, from the time of inception to a human being's death, which is usually about zero to 100 to 110 years, or usually 70 for men and 80 for women, do we have free will? The answer is clearly no. To start going into other universes and what happened before we were born, all the way back to the Big Bang, it's all, it makes perfect sense to me. 
but let's just start with this. We didn't choose our parents. Right. We didn't choose how we were raised for about 12 to 15 years. So we didn't self-create ourselves. So we go back, cause and effect, back to the day of con- conception, whatever our mother ate, smoked. We were being conditioned. All the way, cause and effect, one thing leads to another, one moment at a time, depend- all the way to our deaths, usually 70 for men, 80-some-odd for women. That makes sense. You're going be- before the Big Bang, before the universe into another universe, that all makes sense. But I'm just, you know, I don't really know about, I mean, I just want to know, do human beings have free will in their lifespan? No. Exactly. And, and what you're So when you confuse to... people and say back to before the Big Bang, I, I know what you get, but I know what you're talking, what you're getting at. But I want this to be no free will 101. You're like, you know, right. well, here, so we... other universes. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So we can say you're right. We can say that. Isn't that all you really care about? And even yeah. if you say things are random, there's, we just want to refute free will. So no, I know, but, but like, I know Sam Harris doesn't get it, but and we don't believe in randomness either. But if our audience does believe in randomness and the quantum mechanics indeterminate model, that doesn't prove free will. It doesn't right. help your cause. But here's so you might yell things at us. You ever meet us in public? But it's not helping you. Here's here's why so I the, what you say about this topic. The only argument that could really prove free will is I could have. I like this show because I like the fact that I just. I get it, and you know I don't really review it, but I, the fact is, if you could have done otherwise, that would prove free will. I, that's a very good. But again, we just showed that you couldn't. Yeah, but it, that's something people can understand. They understand, but it's it's a reflection. Yeah. It's a it's a semantic variation or version of the free will illusion. They're just changing the words so around. So let the audience say, okay, audience, think of something you could have done otherwise. Give them, you know, think of something in your past that you regret. That you wish you had done otherwise, or okay, let them think. Why didn't you? <laughs> right. In other words, like they went to a certain college instead of. Or a they bought the college. wrong car. They have the wrong wife or the wrong girlfriend. Or the couch you're sitting on, you don't like it. Or the shirt you're wearing, uh, you could have worn a different. We made. You could have had something. You got in a car accident. Why didn't you do otherwise? Let them answer that in their own heads. Yes, but they can't respond to. I know. Uh, how about you? I mean, think of something in your life that you regret. Yeah. I regret, what do I regret? I regret a lot of things. Mm. I regret, like, involving myself in politics for four years, you know? <laughs> so why did you, why did you not, why didn't you not do that? Right. Why, why didn't you do it for one year? Right. Um, I you re- couldn't do it, you couldn't have done otherwise. Basically, yes. In order to have made a different decision at the time that I or anyone else made a decision in the past, we would have had to have felt differently. Would we would have to have had different had information different available? Oh yeah, we it, always have limited uh, information available at every any moment in time. As we get older and go through life, we have regrets because the future self is telling the younger self, "Why didn't?" But the future self has new more information about how you felt afterwards. That's for one. Exactly, exactly. And again, the more simple reason why we couldn't have done otherwise is because, like, even if we did, you know. In, in some bizarre universe, do otherwise, there would be a reason or a cause for that. And there would be a cause for that. And now, i got to explain this, because the all reason right. I go Talk back... Talk slower. This nice and easy. Okay, okay. thank you. The, the reason I go back... Not softer, slower. <laughs> the reason... If you had free will, we would make this perfectly clear. <laughs> the reason we go back to before the person was born is because, like, if we go back for the origin of you know, the chain of cause and effect that leads to all of our decisions before the person's born, then not only do we not have a free will, 
we don't even have a will because technically to have a will is to is the power to choose okay so if the big bang is choosing everything we do it's not our choice it's the choice or the, the story bang. of creation for yeah. those other viewers okay doesn't matter how you think the universe started it's still cause and effect right because yeah don't just focus on the big bang i know i like the big bang too but other people think of aliens evolution creationism it doesn't matter what story of creation you believe in they all lead it's like all leads all roads lead to rome all roads lead to no free will no matter what road you come up with there's no free will i don't care what fairy tale nonsense insanity you've been taught first of all everything's conditioning so yeah yeah and and again i'm glad you brought up the religion I'm glad. So whatever I'm, you believe is a conditioned response, a, a hedonic imperative. Right. Okay. Right, With ahead. religion. Okay. First of all, free will isn't even in the Bible. Saint Paul, writing to the Romans, he gets it. He's saying, "Wait a minute. What's going on here? I want to do what's right. I want to do what's good. But sometimes I can't." Mm-hmm. Saint Paul talking to the Roman Romans, he got it. Was it Saint Augustine? No, no. Saint Augustine, oh, like. Yeah, right. Much later, around 380 A.D. or 580 A.D., something like, he coined the term free will. There actually was somebody before him, like, you know, I, I don't know. But, but anyway, the idea is, like, there, it's not in the Bible, but let's say, all right, let's say Adam and Eve, whatever. Let's say we accept the biblical version of creation with Adam and Eve and stuff. Adam and Eve are not subject to causality. In other words, those people back then were not exempt from the laws of nature. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, so like if Adam, you know... Ate from the tree of the knowledge of the good. You know, good no, they're subject to causality. He had a, he had a reason for doing. He, was, his, he listened to the voice of his wife. Right. I read w- that chapter. What I'm saying is and like the wife was caused by this beguiled by the snake. There is cause and effect. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you said they were. Oh, you said not. They're not immune from the law. Right. Exactly. That's so right. so like still so let's say you buy into the creation story. Okay, Adam and Eve, the whole garden mission. So if you make a decision right now, you can trace that decision. With its causal antecedents, cause and effect, going back to Adam and even before. So basically what happened back then is completely determining your religious decision. And man did not self-cause himself. God created Adam and Eve. There was a cause. Human beings do not self-cause anything. Not even a single thought. No, you can't. You can't. Yeah. A single thought. Right. All right. So that's I, I don't want thing. to curse. No, you can't. Not even a single freaking thought. Yes. Nothing can be self-caused. We, Nothing. We, Not even in the story of creation is anything self-caused. And what? Yeah, because sometimes you know. Let's stick with the show. People will say like, "All right, well, not everything's causal. You know, not everything is cause and effect. You know, some things are indeterministic. Some things are random. Some things happen without." That's absurd, first of all, because I think about it. What does it mean to have something that has not been caused? You know, in our world, our reality, our science, our strongest empirical science shows us that everything has a cause. And I want how do we know this? If you don't know the cause, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Exactly. You're but just ha- in your subconscious, how do we unconscious, know? semi-conscious. You're not aware of it, but it has to have a cause. How do we know things can't happen without a cause? I'll tell you how we, we can know this. Oh, please tell me. Yes, all right. Without causality, you've got to understand, the universe changes. In other words, we're talking, you're listening, this show's going on, stuff is happening, particles moving around. If the universe didn't change, we'd all be stuck at the Big Bang the size of a pea, the tiny little, you know, and it would be frozen eternally in inactivity, okay? So the first fundamental process of the universe is that it changes. What is change? Change is simply 
one particle, one state of the universe, one thing being at one moment, what one place at one moment, and at a different place in the different moment. That's all that's happening. We're like mass energy moving through time, in you know through through space in time. So all right, so all right. But we, re- we really need the audience to understand that not believing in free will really makes your life a lot better. Yes. It's the best remedy for everything. So if you're watching commercials on other channels and they're selling you sneakers and pants and vitamins, and everybody's selling something to solve a problem to make others. Give me your money. I'll solve a problem and buy my whatever, uh, fragrance or whatever. But really all you need is to not believe in free will. It's the actual number one remedy. We should have a Super Bowl ad next Super Bowl. How to feel better about everything. Don't believe in free will. You don't have to buy all these products or faster and faster phones and faster computers and iPad. You keep getting something, then you buy it. And a few months later, you want the faster version. You buy it. People, you're going nowhere. You're on this treadmill. If you don't believe in free will, what we're selling will cure you. Do not believe in free will. I know this is off the cuff. I don't get it, but but keep going. If we did a commercial for a product, our product will help you the best. If you don't believe in free will, you won't feel badly about yourself. You won't have jealousy. You won't rank destinies. You won't have resentment, guilt. You won't hate yourself, other people. You might fear other people. But I'm saying all these products in this uh, capitalistic, materialistic culture, you buy something, and then you want the faster model a few weeks, or and a bigger house, better wife. You're never going to get anywhere. What we're selling... Is, is free, really. Just listen to and believe that you don't have free will and you'll feel a lot better. Exactly. You make a mistake, you won't hate yourself. Again, yeah, feel, you know, understanding free will is illusion. You don't have any logical reason to blame others or yourself for anything. That's, that's absolution. I'm that's saying like, to look at no free will as a product uh, on the marketplace to, dude, to, to we've promote got like, health. Okay. We've got a little under two minutes. Let's do, do some commercials. I just did a commercial. <laughs> All right, no, no, for our shows. All right, this show is on every right, Thursday here in White Plains. It's also on Wednesdays now in White Plains at 7.30. It's on and, both nights? Well, yeah, we got two nights here in White Plains, and, like, occasionally it's on in Manhattan. My so, commercial is, like, I thought I was doing commercial before, is that the belief in free will is such a harmful belief. Uh, there we are. That's such a harmful belief. You don't have to buy products to feel... I mean, anytime you buy a new TV, you want the next new model, the new car... You're never going to get anywhere if you believe in free will. Because why? Tell the audience why free will. This is my why is free will a harmful belief? Free will is for a your harmful, health, for your mental health, and your physical health. It's harmful because it necessitates, encourages negative, aggressive, hostile, unpleasant emotions. And it implies intent, premeditated. Someone does something to you of their own free will, it implies a nastiness. And but it, if they had. And made an honest, honest mistake and did the best they could at the time and still hurt you, that's a different kind of hurt than she, he or she pre- meant to do under their own free will. Once you see that they had no choice in the matter and their back was up against the wall and they were checkmated and had no choice but to make that decision... It's a little, not I'll say a little, but it could be a lot easier to forgive. Definitely oh, a little. Oh, yeah. You Less know, violence. You know, physical. Your, your husband comes home from yeah, late. 20 seconds. 20 and you begin to become angry. You find out, like, you know, there's a big traffic jam in, in traffic. You realize it wasn't his fault, yeah. so you don't blame him. This same thing applies to everywhere. All right, we got to go. Thanks for watching. If we we'll had free will, we would have made this show a lot better than it was. We it was have just good chosen. enough. We're I making know, history. We, I know, we I'm just making, saying. <laughs>